the solution is collaboration. In fact, not really collaboration, it's effective collaboration. Startups are not short of innovation, but they don't have enough for a partnership to be successful. Hello and welcome. I am Mary Ellen from Capgemini Financial Services. Today we're talking about startups and collaboration. It's part of a series of podcasts that we'll be launching. Today, I'm joined by Elias Ganim. Welcome, Elias. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Marie-Hélène, and hi, everybody. So my name is Elias Ganim, and I am the Chief New Technology Officer of Capgemini for the Financial Services Division. And my main role is to find the perfect opportunities for large organizations to collaborate with fintech and insurtech. Thanks, Elias. Today, we're going to do a deep dive and talk about that effective collaboration between financial services and fintechs. And we're going to talk about the changing financial services environment and how fintechs have taken the world by storm. How can traditional incumbent FS institutions stay afloat? We're going to talk all about it. As you can see, that technology has affected every part of our lives. And how it is affecting the FS landscape with regard to traditional incumbent banks and fintechs. Can you tell us more about it, Elias? So if we look at what's happening today in the market, we all talk about the new neobanks. Have you heard some of your friends lately telling you, hey, by the way, have you opened a Revolut account? Have you opened an N26? When was the last time one of your friends said, hey, have you opened an account in a bank ABCDE? So clearly today, traditional players are losing market share in front of fintech. Why? First, because fintech have put something that for, uh, at the front that banks have forgotten about it, which is customer experience. Everything in a fintech is highly personalized. Everything is for me. Everything is done on a mobile and everything makes my life easier. Now, why fintech can do that and large players can do that Fintech do not carry any legacy. They are agile. They use new technology. AI is part of DNA, IoT, analytics. Everything is part of their offering me the right experience. Now, life would be very simple if fintech could take the world by storm because my life would be easier. Now, clearly, what you are seeing on the other side is while they are gaining market share, they are struggling to scale. They are starting to grow. They are starting to reach every single customer. And to make that happen, there is an opportunity for both parties to collaborate and to tackle, I think, a very important piece, which is large groups need to accept that launching products at early stage is essential. And while startups talks about the minimal viable product, the MVP that we all know about it, in fact, banks as well talk about the MVP. But for them, it's the maximum viable product. And logically, there is here a challenge between the world of small, which is minimal viable product, and the world of large and big, which is maximum viable product. Now, I understand that you've worked with some big incumbents like Visa, Acor Group, PayPal, and, and others before you moved on to the startup ecosystem. Was it through all of this experience that you saw this difficulty for fintechs to scale? Mirella, in fact, it's something very, very funny happened to me. After 15 years working for large groups, as you mentioned, I decided to jump in the deep ocean of startups. I was surrounded by people who look so so happy being startupper. So I did the same thing. 
And while the day before, where, where, when I was running yet uh, PayPal in the Middle East, I was known, recognized, appreciated, and credible. The minute I launched my startup, my startup is called Teller, T-E-L-R, I lost all credibility. People were not anymore interested by talking to me because Teller was a completely unknown company. So what I realized is I needed to back up myself with large organization to build credibility and be back in the game. And that's exactly what I realized that today startups, when we talk to them, the essential problem they say is we can, everybody wants to talk to us, but nobody believes that we can deliver. And as such, we need to build credibility and credibility means time and times means money. And we have neither time nor money. Could you help us build credibility fast and do business fast? Okay, so basically you have seen both sides of the coin. You've experienced it and you understand it. Now, what do you think the solution is? In fact, the solution is collaboration. In fact, not really collaboration, is effective collaboration. Startups are not short of innovation but they don't have enough for a partnership to be successful. What we have identified here is the large groups are always looking to partners with whom they can work. Startups as such are yet too early stage. The model is not yet structured. The business is not yet solid. That's why we have decided to work with scale-ups. And we identify the scale-ups as a startup that is maturing. And how do we measure the uh, the maturity of the scale-ups? Well, it has raised more than a million dollars, euros, or pounds. It has a full-time management team, and it has more than 200,000 euros of sales. So basically, it's not anymore into the friends and family funding, the friends helping me to make it happen, and us selling some pops here and there. No. We have convinced serious people to give us serious money. I have convinced serious people, professionals, to join me and work for my organization. And as an organization, you are able already to start selling real business to part to clients. But practically speaking, uh, incumbents, it's hard to imagine that they're going to take the time or the effort into scouting for that ideal scale-up. And scale-ups, on the other hand, they, they just may not have the bandwidth to look for the right partner or the right go-to person in the corporation. So what role can Capgemini So we noticed that area? a lot. Uh, I think you, you hit it very well. Um, cl- clients today, large organization, are every single day submerged by startup reaching out to them. And you, you just have to go to an event, to a Money 2020 or any other, any fintech event, and you are surrounded by the best ever fintech. One after the other, they want to save the world. On the other side, startups are solicited by every single day by banks to come, an insurance company, to come and present. The only problem, this is not effective. So our role is to make sure that we make that effective. As such, we have created a program that is called the Capgemini Scale-Up Qualification. And we have created a new service, which is called the Capgemini Innovation as a Service with Scale-Ups. So the program that uh, it's about scale-up qualification help us identify the maturity stage of the scale-up. We identify the entry point of a scale-up. It has need to have raised at least a million 
pound euros or uh, USD. It has to have a full-time employed management team and it has to have 200,000 euros of revenues. After that, we check on four pillars. Does it have the right people? Does it have a financial stability? Does it have the right business traction? And finally, does it have the right technology, scalable and safe? And based on that, we give a rating to the scale-up. Okay. Um, so so this process of the Capgemini scale-up qualification program that you just mentioned, um, why do you think collaboration or this effective collaboration is necessary? And what does this scale-up qualification program add to this process of creating effective collaboration? Well, the way we do it is by going through a very structured process, uh, the scale-up across these four pillars, we'll go through a web scrapping as a first step where we go deep in listening about what is being said about the, the scale-up in the market. Then we send the scale-up uh, a deep interview to understand what how does it operate. Then we do four interviews. We send subject matter experts from Capgemini that will meet with the scale-up and engage with it and understand. And finally, we ask the scale-up to give us two clients with whom they have worked, and we interview the client. And based on all these steps, we process the information and we ended up with a rating from 1 to 100. And depending on the rating, we give a label to the scale-up, either as a promising scale-up, as an emerging scale-up, an intermediate scale-up, or an advanced scale-up. And based on all that, we have now a very deep knowledge about the scale-up and we can easily promote it towards our customer base, our clients. But also, we give this label to the scale-up and now the scale-up has a credibility factor brought by Capgemini on a global basis and the scale-up can use it to introduce itself and accelerate the go-to-market with its clients. So basically what Capgemini is doing is sort of being a matchmaker and facilitating these very qualified scale-ups to connect with some of our clients that have a great interest in collaborating with very qualified scale-ups. So if that's what you do, how do if you're a scale-up, how do you get involved with us? What do you do? So in fact, Marianne, you said we're a matchmaker. In fact, we are a matchmaker of qualified hits. Right? We make sure that before matching people, we understand really well and we make sure that thanks to our innovations of service with a scale-up, we match only the right one. So answer your question about how a scale-up joined. Well, there are three ways for a scale-up to join the program. Either the scale-up goes on capgemini.com slash scale-up qualification and register to be qualified. That's the most, I would say, simple way. But the other way, which are more interesting for me, is the scale-up engage with a Capgemini staff. And the Capgemini staff reach out to us and tell us, I know abc.com and I'm highly recommending abc.com. And the third option, which is for us the one that is most important, is when a client come to us and say, I have a business need. And to solve this business need, I think I have found interesting scale-ups to work with, or I haven't even found anyone. Could you find one for me? In this case, we engage with our partners, and we are global partners of Startup Bootcamp, for instance, and any and other accelerators. And we do ourselves the scouting 
of the right scale-ups, and then we invite them to join the program. In summary, the scale-up raised their hands to join, an employee of Capgemini promote the scale-ups to us, or we find the scale-ups based on a business need from our clients. Well, that's a, that's a win-win for everyone, if you think of it. I mean, it's great for the scale-up, it's great for Capgemini, it's great for our clients. So thank you so much for sharing this information with us today. Um, we'd love to hear more on this topic. And I also want to say, feel free to connect with myself, Mary Ellen Horn, on Twitter or LinkedIn, as well as Ellie Scanham. And as a reminder, you can subscribe to our Capgemini podcasts, which are available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and all major podcast apps. Thanks for listening today, and we'll be back soon with our next podcast.